ladies and gentlemen, welcome to fun. While fun cloaks itself in a plethora of disguises, its favorite mantle still remains fun. Fun devours all it touches, its voracious appetite rarely fulfilled. Yet fun doesn't only destroy, it creates and molds as well. Molds as well. Let's examine closely then this dangerously evil creation, this new breed. But a word of caution, handle with care, and don't drop your guard. This rapacious new breed prowls both alone and in packs, operating at any level, any time, anywhere, and with anybody. Who are they? Who are they? CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Shamans go crippers. We drop lobotomy beats, evaporated meats in high tech streets. We go solo, dance floors and talk shows, hot dogs, no dos, hot sex and back rows. Pop locking beats from Korea, looking like jailbait. Sound lots of real estate, looking like a hot day, banging like an 808.
floors and all the talk shows, hot dogs, no dos, hot sex in back rows, you know, Hyundai's tricked out in Christmas in July, 6.2%. Yeah, you fill in the blanks. Tootie fruity. Automatic Mazzuti. Some business with leather. <laughs> Good evening, Hyvä ilta, Juan Yang Hamnida, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home, but I know that circumstances may prevent that from being the case. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's farming community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory, from the student nest on campus, and our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey and then dipping south across the Salish Sea, and then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear, and our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on channel 7023 on their TV sets. And that's the story, at least, in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places, and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. The Exploding Hit Movies show page there contains track listings and downloads for this episode, along with past ones, plus a link to subscribe to the podcast by Apple Music. You can also find that podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live, the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be plowing these fields for sonic crops for the next two hours. So hold the sheaths and sighs for a few months as we let nature do its spring thing. You should have received your complimentary a newly regulatory tractor in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, 8x10 photos of either John Deere's or Massey Ferguson's finest are likely available in your apartment lobby. Please note that this is a pre-recorded show made in the home office of Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in as CITR remains closed due to the coronavirus pandemic, as it has for the past year and likely for a while still. But you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Just keep it short, sweet, and to the point. And shout out to recent writers to that email address, Bo and Jude, for their kind words. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Air, and on Instagram. I am Myopic Man. So it's Oscar season again. Last Monday, well, before I could do last week's episode in a timely fashion, the nominees for the upcoming 93rd Academy Awards were announced at 5.30 a.m. Pacific. So for the 14th year in a row, Exploding Head Movies will focus on the musical categories 
as the next six weeks we'll listen to the five nominated best original songs and scores and then once the winners are announced during the awards ceremonies on sunday april 25th which is two months later than usual based on covid19 we'll profile the winners so i'm gonna have to be creative for pre-recording that episode for a quick less than 24 hour turnaround time the nominees for best picture in this strange year include the following and it's not what you expect since a lot of major films were pushed out to this year if not later so we have the father with six oscar nominations mank with 10 nominations in total nomadland with six sound of metal also a six and that's the story with the trial of chicago seven and then five for promising young woman and specific to our interests this week the other two nominees for best picture are minari which will be the first of our best original score nominees and then judas and the black messiah first of our best original song nominations and there'll be plenty of changes for this year's oscar ceremonies since, well, there's going to be a broader indie focus, because a lot of blockbuster studio films will aim for wider theatrical release once North American theaters properly reopen, and they can expect to turn the profit that they need to recoup their costs. But of particular note, the categories of best sound mixing and best sound editing have been merged into a single category that everyone can finally explain, and that will be best sound. For best score, the content requirements for original music are now 60%, Although for franchise films and sequels, it is now 80% new music. Streaming also became a possible avenue for first-time release, which is something the Academy has not really promoted in the past. We'll see if that goes forward in any way. So in the past, any film that was to be nominated had to do a token Los Angeles Theater House screening early on before it hit streaming. It was usually for three screenings within a week or something like that. As well, the Academy Awards will take place in two locations this year. So along with the longtime home of the Dolby Theater, the Los Angeles Union Station is being reconfigured to allow for a socially distanced attendee base, so there's going to be no video conferencing like we've seen in other awards. For the categories tied to Best Original Score, as we hear this week from Minari, it'll be Emil Mosseri who wrote it. Then we'll hear Terrence Blanchard's score from The Five Bloods in the coming weeks, James Newton Howard's music from News of the World, and then the double dip of Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, since they provide the music to both Mank and a score we profiled a few weeks back, and that's Soul, which they did along with John Batiste. As for the best original songs, as we'll hear this week, we'll hear something from Judas and the Black Messiah, and in the next four weeks, we'll hear from The Trial of the Chicago 7, Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga, The Life Ahead, and then One Night in Miami. And I'll also briefly touch upon some of the songs and scores that missed the cut. And Minari ties into the Asian-American experience, something I experienced a jolt last week when a white gunman shot and killed eight people in Asian-run spas around Atlanta, Georgia. Alas, in the past year, our Asian brethren and sisters have seen an increase in reactionary racism, which sadly has been always around in Western white culture, so I'll include, but not in a token way, some recent Asian music. This show, we started off with Beck, off his 1999 sort of Prince-like album Midnight Vultures. We heard Hollywood Freaks, including the weird iced tea call-out of He My Nun. And in the background, this is Coated. And this is the title track to last year's Dream Mentor EP. Along with that EP, the Edmonton producer, based here in Vancouver, put out the Finds You Well album, also in 2020. Now we'll pay tribute to a legendary character actor who recently passed away. That's Yafet Koto. Also a Cameroonian prince, though he grew up Jewish in New York. 
After appearing on stage in Broadway in the 1950s, Cotto made his film debut in 1963's Four for Texas as an extra. And he also appeared on various westerns on TV. And he split his time between television and film, gaining fame for appearing in the exploitation classic Across 110th Street, being the first black James Bond villain in 1973's Live and Let Die, the chief engineer Parker in the 1979 classic sci-fi horror Alien, an FBI agent in the comedy Midnight Run, and then as a Baltimore police lieutenant in David Simon's early TV series, Homicide, Life on the Street. Cotto died at his home just outside Manila in the Philippines on March 15th this year from unspecified causes, and he was 81 years old. I was going to play music from an Australian punk band also named Yafet Cotto, until I discovered the actor did release a wild single back in 1967 that feels like a proto-rap. Maybe it's more like a poetry slam, but put to great music. Here's the late Yafet Kodo with Have You Ever Seen the Blues? You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies. Let's spring into action. Have you ever seen the blues? The blues can creep quietly into your misty room and deep solitude. Yes, I've seen you transcend from bright light to sad night. I've seen it in your eyes as you glide along garbage-filled streets, snapping your finger, chewing your gum, saying, yeah, Wild visions of suicide was boogalooing in your head that you was thinking how you might as well be dead. Yes, I've seen your tailored suits and blue suede shoes and your big Cadillac car and all your caviar. Heard you whistle and watch you skip and listen while you told the whole world how you were so hip. I've seen you make that loan Man, you best call your landlord on the phone Cause all the time there wasn't a dime for rent All the time there wasn't a dime for food in your icebox No job the next day But here you are jiving and talking in a big, big way The blues can creep quietly into your funky room And into that deep black solitude same as you and all the wild visions of suicide was boogalooing in my head and i was thinking i might as well be dead yes i've lived there on those same pop string mattresses and those heatless rooms waiting for that thankless check that might not bloom this friday listening to the rats happily at play yes i've heard you pray to jesus and seen your folded hands on bended knees and shout Lord God, Jesus, save me. Heard you cry at night and scream you want to fight. Yeah, I know you. I know your story, too. Have you ever seen the blues?
You better change your way of living And if that ain't enough She's right, Joe, you better listen You better change the way you strut your stuff Cause nobody wants you when you're old and gray You better change your way today You better change your way Can you hear me, Joe? I'm talking to you You gotta lay off the food Anne Reinking, from the soundtrack to the 1979 metafilm All That Jazz. We heard her, along with some of the cast, with There'll Be Some Changes Made. All That Jazz was written and directed by Reinking's former partner, Bob Fosse. Based on his life at the time as a dancer, choreographer, and director, starring Roy Schneider as the Fosse-like Joe Gideon. As he takes on too much work, booze, cigarettes, and women, and then his health is compromised. All That Jazz won four Oscars of nine at the 1980 Academy Awards, including Best Original Score by Ralph Burns. Ryan King was an actress, dancer, and choreographer, too, known for Broadway and stage, and she portrayed a character like herself in All That Jazz. She also appeared in films like 1982's Annie and 1984's Mickey and Maude when not appearing in musicals like Chicago, which she choreographed for its 1996 revival that then led to the 2002 film adaptation. Most people know Ryan King for her dancing, particularly her seemingly long legs that looked like they could fly off on their own. Anne Ryan King died in her sleep at a hotel in her hometown of Seattle last December 12th whilst visiting family, which, if I'm not mistaken, has a CITR alumnus connection. She was 71 years old. I do hope on doing an episode based on Bob Fosse's work, which had some momentum last year based on the recent Fosse Verdun miniseries on FX. Between sourcing one particular score, along with Pandemic, hasn't fully gelled yet, but soon I hope to do that. And behind me, this is Yu Su. From her debut album, this year's Yellow River Blue, this is Melaleuca at Night. Yu Su is based here in Vancouver, but her heritage is along the Yellow River back in China, specifically in Kaifang. And the Asian immigrant experience is touched upon in this week's Profile Minari. But in light of what happened in Atlanta last week, I do want to make sure that Asian voices are heard properly in this episode. Eight people were killed by an armed white man who frequented massage parlors in Atlanta, and he went to three of them last Tuesday with the intent to kill. So we lost Sung Chung Park, Hyung Jung Grant, Sung Cha Kim, Yong Ai Yue, Delina Ashley Yuan, Paul Andre Michels, Xiao J Tan, and Dao Yu Feng. No connections to Hei have been used as part of the charges against him during his arrest thus far, but the local authorities didn't help matters at first, indicating that the shooter had a, quote, bad day, which for most of us doesn't include putting bullets into people. Still, this hasn't helped the Asian community in North America who have dealt with racism charges for decades after helping build railroads in the 19th century and then having head taxes placed on them as they tried to immigrate during the early 20th century, dealing with World War II propaganda, and over the past year or so, dealing with the origins of COVID-19 from China. So we're going to have a few sets of Asian music here, and we're going to continue on with some more Yusu and a recent collaboration she had with Melbourne, Australia's Griffin James, 
who records under the alias of the Francis Inferno Orchestra. Together, they are Y-U-F-O. Y-U-F-O. And this is off their sort of self-titled release, U-F-O, and that came out last week. So here they are. And rebuild, recharge, then we'll get into some vintage Japanese pop afterwards. Thank you. 
Going back to 1981, that was Colored Music, and off their self-titled release, which was released in 2018 through Columbia, Japan, along with the Swiss label WRWTFWW, we heard the song Heartbeat. Colored Music are the duo of Atsuo Fujimoto and Ichiko Hashimoto, and after their previous band had toured with the legendary Yale Magic Orchestra back in the early 80s, of which, in the background, Ryuchi Sakamoto was a member of, this song is FF off his 2017 album Async. Back to colored music, Fujimoto and Hashimoto formed the band and worked with members of Prism and the percussionist Pecker for what became part of the experimental pop scene in the 80s in Japan. Colored music's intent was to replace existing genres with something new, and they worked with plenty of fresh synthesizers and taking on art rock angles. And colored music went on a hiatus almost immediately after putting out their 1981 album. But with that album finally hitting Western ears in the past couple years, it sounds like they've reformed, so perhaps something new will be released. Now to put Asian discrimination in the local context, recall that a few years ago, as part of our ongoing housing bubble news, Chinese immigration was targeted specifically as being part of the boosting up of housing prices with talks of foreign home ownership as they were being rampant. Of course, this year, in light of changed rules and COVID-19 restrictions, there are less cases of that happening. And surprise, everyone still wants to live in Vancouver and the Lower Mainland, so it's mostly other Canadians buying property here and around as prices are still going up even higher, particularly for entry-level homes. Racism is up here massively in Vancouver, as assaults and insults are being thrown at visible minorities, particularly Asian women, and those cases have skyrocketed as racists blame COVID-19 restrictions and spread against our friends, our family, and our neighbors. And the Vancouver Police Department has stated that anti-Asian hate crimes have risen over 700% in the past year. You could see it in some graffiti around town, some other venomous slander, of course, it doesn't help that certain right-wing politicians play up the China angle on the coronavirus and put the blame there. Anyways, we're going to go with two recent songs out of South Korea's scene, outside the usual K-pop vibes, but exploring more housey angles. And of note, of the eight people killed in the recent Atlanta shooting, four were Korean women. Taeyeon is a member of one of K-pop's biggest acts, A Girl's Generation, known in Korean as So Nyo Shi Dai. But Taeyeon has plenty of recent solo material. Her latest is an EP that came out in 2020 called What Do I Call You? We're going to go with a song off her second album. That's 2019's Purpose. This is Taeyeon with LOL. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hi, Jin Park, and offer 2020 EP How Can I? We heard like this. Park is a rapper, singer, DJ, and producer based in Los Angeles, and she's worked with acts like Gulcher Lustwork and Blood Orange. Her latest single came out a few months ago, and she did it with fellow LA producer No Such Thing, and it's called Clouds. Behind me, this is a winged victory for the sullen, and from this year's Invisible Cities album, tied to the score to a theatrical production in Manchester from 2019 that had been touring for a while until the pandemic struck. This song is every solstice and equinox. Since, hey, the first day of spring landed a couple days ago, so the vernal equinox is in effect in the northern hemisphere as our days get longer. A winged victory for the sullen is the duo of Adam Brian baum and Dustin O'Halloran. We had a past profile on them, and then the associated act stars of the lid back in Exploding Head Movies episode 371 back in July 2017 for the score tied to the film Iris. So we got one last element of Asian music here via Ottawa, and in future shows I'll sprinkle in some more Asian-Canadian music, since it feels like I should spread this wealth of material out some more and not tokenize it, especially since as I do the right research, there are a lot of great Asian-Canadian artists that I haven't been made aware of before. Anyways, Scary Bear Soundtrack, our dream pop act headed up by Gloria Guns, and they originally formed in Nunavut, but they moved to our nation's capital since then. And their latest album came out as a 12-inch back in 2019. It's called Boomerang Kids, and this song talks about the capital of North Korea, along with what the experiences of being a second-generation Korean-Canadian is like. There's another song off the album called Asian Fetishist that gets even deeper into the topic. Here is Scary Bear Soundtrack with Pyongyang.
New music there from the Biznard Lakes. Off this year's The Biznard Lakes are the last of the great thunderstorm warnings. We just heard feuds with guns. The last of the great thunderstorm warnings marks a massive change for the Montreal Act, as they split with their long-standing label Jag Jaguar and leaned into longer epic songs that feel contrary in this time of streaming and short, catchy songs. But the Biznard Lakes do continue on with their hazy approach to psychedelia, as their sixth album goes double length. In the background, this is Ben Lucas Boysen. From the German's latest release under his name, 2020's Mirage, I speak over Venya. And you might know Boysen for his electronic works released under the alias of HeckQ. Now let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note that this release schedule is subject to change. Since the pandemic has meant everything is in flux, so some of these may be out already, or do a little later. And as new releases go, Abst Jarnen is scored by Tanya Naranjo and Mina Verlander, and that'll be out this week. Otherwise, Daniel Smith, along with various artists, provide the soundtrack to Electric Jesus. Joseph Trapanese's score from Happily will be coming out through Death Waltz Recordings. Luca D'Alberto provides the music from La Bambina Che No Voleva Cantare, and that'll be out through Cinevox. Some more Italian music here. Mattia Caratello and Stefano Ratchev's music from Lontano Lontano will be coming out through Emergency Music Italy. Otherwise, Melissa McGregor provides the music to Made in Boise. They'll be out through Note for Note Music. Nobody is scored by David Buckley, and they'll be coming out through Backlock Music. Laura Cartman provides the score to Senior Moment. They'll be coming out through Movie Score Media. Totally Under Control is scored by Brian Deming and Peter National. That's coming out through Node Records. And then Chris Bauer's original score from the United States versus Billie Holiday is coming out through Lakeshore Records. On the re-release front, there's a deluxe edition limited to 1,500 units of Jerry Goldsmith's music from Along Came a Spider coming out of the Saraband Club. Ennio Morricone is back, and he's joined by Bruno Nicolai, as their score to Bandits in Rome is being re-released through Quartet Records in a limited edition of 1,000 units. Kifa Sciancia's score from Criminal Activities is coming out this week, as is Josh Crudas's music from Dream Raider. There's a limited edition of 2,000 units of Fred Mullen's music from Friday the 13th, Part 8. Jason Takes Manhattan. That's coming out through La La Land Records. The TV miniseries Mrs. Wilson is scored by Anne Nikitin, and that's coming out through Movie Score Media. Christopher Young's score from Pranks is coming out through Citadel Records. There's a deluxe edition limited to 1,500 units of Brad Fiedel's score from The Serpent and the Rainbow coming out through Vanessa Saraband Club. Masato Sato's music from Son of Godzilla is coming out through Toho Music. And there's a limited edition of 1,000 units of the soundtrack from Volume 1 of the late 60s TV series The Time Tunnel coming out through La La Land Records. Those are your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. And for those of you into experimental comedy and do-it-yourself publishing, the 2021 edition of the Unibrow Arts Festival is underway. A cyber art gallery and online zine market has already been up since March 5th, but this weekend is the key culmination of the festival as a virtual event will happen starting Friday, March 26th and going to Sunday, March 28th. This will include some stand-up comedy, variety shows, panel discussions, and a collaborative video debut with zine makers, and the local comedians Sunday service round things out on Sunday, March 28th. So check out unibrowartsfestival.com. So imagine an eyebrow all connected as one. Unibrow. Unibrowartsfestival.com. Now I contain the full schedule and links to the store 
for all those zines. This song from local artist Joni Glennon's latest album, 2020's Mood Rock, recently made an appearance in one of the episodes of Season 2 of the TV adaptation of Snowpiercer. Mood Rock is now available on vinyl through Kingfisher Blues, and from that album, here's Jody Glennon with Flowers.
to prevent the spread of coronavirus 2019 or COVID-19, social distancing and self-isolation measures have been recommended. Here are some tips for managing your mental health while working from home, in self-isolation, quarantined, having to be home due to loss of employment, or just having to be home more than usual, according to at Counseling for All Seasons on Instagram. Try to create a structure or routine for your day. Structure helps us feel a sense of normalcy and control, and this is especially important during a time with a lot of unknowns. Routines do not have to be about productivity. Take a nap, go for a walk, or read a book. Remember to have regular meals and hydrate. This can add to a regular routine, and both of these can contribute to mood changes. If it's possible, get outside. If it's possible, get outside or open your windows. Fresh air and natural light can be beneficial to mental health. Don't be afraid to go outside. Just make sure you're observing basic social distancing. Stick to a sleep routine. Both lack of sleep and excess sleep can increase anxiety and depression. Keep up with personal hygiene and chores. Skipping personal hygiene routines can affect our moods, so try to shower, etc., even though you're not going out. Keeping your space tidy and clean can help with mental health, but it'll also contribute to preventing the spread of COVID-19. It's two birds, one stone. Remember to connect with loved ones. We might not be able to see people face-to-face, but that doesn't mean that those relationships are any less meaningful or important. Connection is vital to our mental health, especially in times that can feel full of despair. Listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam speaking Musqueam people. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Free Love Fenner. From Montreal Act's latest album, The Punishment Zone, which came out last month, we heard LED Museum. Free Love Fenner are back in action after an eight-year layoff. Still definitely on an abstract pop tip as they mix regular instruments with tape loops. And behind me, this is Oplen. From the forthcoming cassette release, O-P-L-E-N. This is the first track, simply known as O. Oplen is the electronic music project by Stockholm's Henrik Sundbring, who's also a member of the post-krautrock duo Domus. And O-P-L-E-N comes out this Friday, March 26th, through the recently formed label Luftrum, devoted to the Swedish experimental music scene, along with going out with Oplen's regular label, Ohm 2 Recordings. We have a couple instrumental pieces up next here from new releases from long-running artists, and we kick off with the Menahan Street Band. The Brooklyn Act has deep ties with the Daptone subsidiary label Dunham, and they've backed folks like Charlie Bradley, where the individual players aren't performed behind any number of New York soul and vintage R&B acts. Their new album, The Exciting Sounds of Menahan Street Band, invokes an era when albums had exotic names like that, since uh, they're trying to hearken to a 60s experimental production music library vibe. So amongst all the brass, you can start hearing some vintage synths and analog drum machines in the mix here. From the exciting sounds of Manahan Street Band, we'll hear The Star Chaser. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM. Broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on UBC campus from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Daylight. If you can't tune in to us on the radio, you can catch us on TV if you're on Telesoptic or on Channel 7023. You could stream us live through the website www.citr.ca, or you can catch us as a podcast.
New music from Bell Orchestra. And from their new album, 2021's House Music, we heard Nature, That's It, That's All. House Music marks their first album over a decade, and it's designed to be a single piece, though it's broken into various movements. Everything was improvised at Sarah Neufeld's Vermont home, in individual rooms, and then stitched together into the album. So along with Neufeld, we'll also be releasing her own album, Detritus, later this spring. Bell Orchestra features Pietro Amato, Michael Feuerstack, Cave Nabatian, Stefan Schneider, and then Richard Reed Perry, famous for being part of the Arcade Fire. In the background, this is Mark Isham, Quell Chris, and Chris Keys. From the soundtrack to Judas and the Black Messiah, this is Rooftop. Judas and the Black Messiah is directed by Shaka King, who co-wrote the screenplay with Will Burson. It's based on the true story of the betrayal of a Black Panther Party chairman, Fred Hampton, played by Daniel Kaluuya in late 1960s Chicago, at the hands of William O'Neill, played by Lakeith Stanfield, an FBI informant. The score to Judas and the Black Messiah is done by Mark Isham along with Craig Harris. And along with their soundtrack, there was an additional inspiration album featuring Naz, Black Thought, Nipsey Hussle, Jay-Z, BJ the Chicago Kid, Polo G, ASAP Rocky, Rakim, and then H-E-R. And this song is the first of five nominated songs for the upcoming 93rd Academy Awards, which will be handed out on Sunday, April 25th. H-E-R stands for Having Everything Revealed. It's the alias of Gabriella Wilson, whose latest album is 2019's I Used to Know Her. And she won a Grammy last week for Best R&B Song, Better Than I Imagine, along with Robert Glasper and Michelle Ndejiacello. This song was co-written by Wilson, along with Dernst Emil II, otherwise known as DeMille, and Tiara Thomas. And it was nominated for a Golden Globe too this year, but it lost to another one of the Oscar-nominated songs, EOC, which we'll hear in an upcoming episode. Judas and the Black Messiah is up for six Oscars this year, so along with Best Original Song, it's also nominated for Best Picture, and this is the first time in Oscar history that all black producers were nominated. Then two actors for Best Supporting Actor, and that's Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield, which feels weird because one of them should be the leading actor, but that's what we got. Otherwise, it's up for Best Original Screenplay by Will Burson, Shaka King, Kenny and Keith Lucas, and the best cinematography was Sean Bobbitt. With her Oscar-nominated song from Judas and the Black Messiah, here's her, H-E-R, with Fight For You.
time I need to search, it's just like one and make it work. Skirt, skirt, in a verse. Skirt, skirt, running land. Bowing jet, make it land. It's slow motion when I dance. In your eyes, I see your trance. I run away and then you prance. If I show the hide away, will you hide out and let it blam? Ain't no time I'm facing scams. I Travis Scott with the plan from the soundtrack to the 2020 film Tenet. And behind me, also from Tenet, is Ludwig Göransson. From his score to the film, this track is Posterity. Göransson won an Oscar a few years back for his score to Black Panther. Unrelated to the Black Panther story we talked about in Judas and the Black Messiah, from which we just heard before Travis Scott with the Best Original Song nominee, and that was her with Fight For You. Tenet, surprisingly, only got two nominations, which uh, feels weird because it was one of the few blockbusters that actually came out during the pandemic. But I think a lot of people found Christopher Nolan's latest film a little bit too mind-boggling with all the time travel happening there. The two nominations got for the upcoming Oscars are technical. Best Achievement in Special Effects and Best Achievement in Production Design. And if you want to hear more music from Tenet, we did a profile on some of the music on our 2020 Year in Review show from Exploding Head Movies episode 537 from this past December. So we'll start getting into our Best Original Score nominees here for the upcoming 93rd Academy Awards, and we'll begin with Emile Masseri's score to the 2020 film Minari, directed and written by Lee Isaac Chung, based partially on his upbringing as a South Korean immigrant in rural Arkansas in the 1980s. It stars Stephen Yuen, Yeri Han, Alan Kim, Noel Kate Cho, Yu Jung Yeon, and Will Patton. And it's scored, as I mentioned, by Emil Mosseri, whom we profiled back in 2019 with his score to The Last Black Man in San Francisco in that annual review episode, Exploding Hemui's episode 484 from December 2019. Mosseri recently scored the film's Kajillionaire and then season two of Amazon's series Homecoming. And this is Emil Mosseri's first Oscar nomination, which isn't too bad for someone early in his film score career after years of being in the indie rock band The Dig. Masseri found inspiration based on what Lee Isaac Chung asked about with the idea of what does childhood memory sound like? And Masseri mostly based it off the script. And Chung advised Masseri not to rely on traditional Korean music or then twangy Americana. So it loosened itself from the idea of time and place and focusing more on what we remember. So not much in the way of like harmonica or twangy guitars, Nothing necessarily associates itself with the 80s aside from some synthesizer sounds that have a theremin feel. And Masseri wrote the music as demos on a piano before production of Minari started. So director Chung was able to drive to set listening to the proposed score 
which helped infuse filming with a vibe almost like a fable. And Chung said it in IndieWire podcast episode that music is akin to food somehow. It's something that is so personal, it brings you joy and lets you remember things. Eventually from the demos, the piano was doubled, woodwinds were added, and then a detuned acoustic guitar appears throughout the score, and eventually added to the mix a 40-piece string orchestra, which was recorded remotely via Macedonia. So there's a mixture of organic and electronic at play here, as we'll soon hear. From his Oscar-nominated score to the film Minari, we'll begin appropriately enough with Emil Masseri and this track simply called Intro.
From his Oscar-nominated score to the film Minari, we heard Emil Masseri, first off with the intro, then we heard some wobbly piano lines indicating that Grandma picked a good spot. Then we heard the guitar in focus, along with a theremin and some light percussion in the track of Birdslingers. Then the strings swelled up for the Minari suite, before the wobbly piano came back in Paul's Antiphony. And we close with one of the songs that was originally on the shortlist of 15 for Best Original Songs, but didn't make the final five. The song we heard was Rain Song, performed by Maseri and then sung by the actress Yeri Han, who stars in the film, and she sings that song as a lullaby. According to an interview with Variety, Maseri had the melody for the opening, and he wanted to repeat it during the closing credits. So he wrote some lyrics in English, and then passed them on to lyricist Stephanie Hong to translate them into Korean. Han can also be heard on another song in the film, and I saw a news article this weekend indicating that she will sing the original English lyrics for a single tied to the Rain Song that should be out soon, if not already. Minari premiered at Sundance Film Festival in 2020 and won two major awards, and it also won a controversial Golden Globe a few weeks back for Best Foreign Language Film, mostly since it wasn't nominated in any of the other expected categories like Best Motion Picture Drama, and it's based on the Golden Globe's weird rule that any film with over 50% of its dialogue not in English would be considered a foreign language film. Lulu Wang, who directed the 2019 film The Farewell, ran into the same problem last year, and she wrote that, I have not seen a more American film than Minari this year. It's a story of an immigrant family in America pursuing the American dream. We really need to change these antiquated rules that categorize American as only English speaking. And other artists like Viet Tan Nguyen, Daniel Day Kim, Simu Liu, Harry Shum Jr., Franklin Leonard, Phil Lord, Nia Da Costa, Celeste Ng, Min Jin Ling, and Philippa Su also criticized the decision. Unlike that ghettoization of the Golden Globes, Minari is nominated in six categories in this year's Academy Awards. So along with Emil Masseri for Best Original Score, there's Best Picture, Best Director for Lee Isaac Chang, Best Original Screenplay for Chang again, Best Actor for Steven Nguyen, and then Best Supporting Actress for Yu Jung Yong. No particular note this year is that Steven Yoon is the first Asian-American actor to be nominated in the Best Actor category. 
and I wonder if Minari can follow in the wake of the success of last year's winner, Parasite, which was another Korean-based film, though obviously this time around we have a more of an American immigration tale. That's it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up at 9, it's an encore presentation of The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he'll guide you to midnight, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Air, on Instagram, I am myopic man, but you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. So next Monday, we'll continue on with the nominees for Best Original Songs and Scores. And at this stage, I'm leaning towards Terrence Blanchard's music from The Five Bloods, along with a nominated song from One Night in Miami. So then in the coming weeks, we'll hear from James Newton Howard and his nominated score from News of the World. And then a double dip of Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. First off with David Fincher's film Mank. And then a redux of what we did in Exploding Head Movies episode 539 from this past January. It's the music from the Pixar film Soul. So we'll also hear some John Batiste there. Another background, another legendary Oscar. This is Oscar Peterson with Whisper Not. And this recording is from 1961, I think. Originally off the Verve album Live from Chicago. And joining Peterson on the piano, we've got Ray Brown on bass. Ed Thigpen on drums. We'll close with some more jazz here. And this is a winner from the recent Grammy Awards. The Maria Schneider Orchestra put out an album last year called Data Lords. Along with it winning the Grammy for Best Large Jazz Ensemble Album, the song we're about to hear won the award for Best Instrumental Composition. So this will be the Maria Schneider Orchestra with Sputnik. And I suspect it's tied to the legendary first satellite that went into space and not the recent Russian COVID-19 vaccine, but I'm unaware what muse inspired Schneider here. You have been listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. And I'll put the emphasis this week on be kind. Please be kind to others during this pandemic because you do not know necessarily what they're going through. Thank you.